This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. secret. And Vinny Secret Show for Monday, October 18th, 2021. Sarah, Vinny, Nikki, Bryn, uh, Bryn. Did I say everybody? It's a bunch of us. We're yeah, all, you did. We're all here. Four names. Yeah, that was right. That's the right amount uh, of names no, I then. Didn't, I didn't hear Vinny. She said Sarah, Vinny, oh, Nikki, That's Bryn. just like, yeah, it yeah, sounds sorry. like one name. Yeah, it does. Yeah, okay, uh-huh. sorry. My bad. I know, Coco. Yeah. You're trying to get my spot. It's all right. <laughs> no, no. I think you're good I for did, it, no, too. I wanted I, you to I, feel included. Yeah, thank you. It's nice of you. So, how is everyone? Good. Nikki, how's your asshole? Is it everything all oh clean? Oh my and... God, <laughs> HR. Clean and nice. Yeah. Just making sure that that uh, that haircut you got still. Yeah. I'm double check those program buses. <laughs> only well, I don't see anything in program. You're out of program. Vinny's out of program. Yeah, turn off. Come in here and check. Yeah. Oh, geez. Okay. check before we started. I did check. Okay. Vinny's out of program. (laughs) I'm out of program and you're out of program. Okay. Back to Coco's asshole. As you were, were, Sarah. (laughs) I already asked my question. Oh. I'm just stressed out this week leading up to the wedding. I need more volume out of Coco. More volume, please. You're not getting married. What are you stressed out about? It's just a lot like... Oh, well, her mom is sick, and she's got yeah, all this pressure that, on her. Believe and... me, that is the uh, like, my mom's getting her uterus taken out three that days sh- after the when, the when you brought yeah you, you didn't mention that on the well, air now, at all. Here we are. Well, when you, now when, we know. When you said it the first time, I thought honestly, I thought I don't even know how your sister's going to go through with this. Like, I would think you th- that even yeah. though you've got everything booked, I would think you would all go. No, mom, if you're not going to go get that done, then we're going to cancel the wedding. Well, she's the one who was adamant about having it done like three because the doctor's like, oh, you can wait like two to three weeks. And she's like, nope, Thursday, two to, like three days. Yeah, because at first she good. was saying she was saying November. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when you have something in you like that, I really yeah. do think so that there goes the human uterus. nature is. She goes, she goes, I'm like, oh, my my best friend's mom got that done for a completely different reason. And so when she told me, I was just like, oh, um, so-and-so's mom's got that done, so you'll be fine. And then she, she's like, yeah, I think I'm done having kids. I'm like, you think? You're 60. <laughs> uh, um, you know, I think it's actually really rude of you to use your mom's situation to get <laughs> to, to get off your asshole. 
I really that's think, not, I think that's really rude. Yeah. I, that's yeah. a very good totally point. rude. Yeah. I, I really feel like I'm going to have to call your mom and say what a rude little girl you are. Oh, dear. Let's get back on the, the asshole oh, topic. Yeah, I like okay. that one. All right. So is it? Uh, does it need another waxing already? Are you one of those people who can like squeeze out a mustache? No, remember she does the uh, what do you call it? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. At least she gets it yeah. lasered. Mm-hmm. So is it? Is it just gone forever? Um, no, no. You have you to, have touch to up. do like it all depends on like um, hormones and stuff like that. So um, and how hard you clench. Well, no, it's yeah. I guess I squeeze know. that out. But I have, have a question. Do, you have to do maintenance. All right, on it. Vinny has a question. Oh, God. Vinny's hand is up. I do you could... have to pull both your butt cheeks apart for them oh, so they question. have access, that or do they good. have like uh, some some kind of like a, pop- like a speculum for your thing, ass? Yeah, yeah. Do they have a yeah. thing yeah. that pulls a pull aparter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. Have, like they have for eyes. You know those things that clip on your eyes to hold it open. For your vagina, you know that thing that goes inside the duck. The duck. The speculum. Yeah, that's cool. yeah, you, can you got an that. asshole speculum when you get your butthole, uh, you know, cleaned up down there. Yeah, you, it's depends. they do it. They crank you open. You can do it or whatever. Oh, you can just hold mm-hmm. it open for them. Mm-hmm. Do they ask you for that first? Hey, it would be easier for me if you just hold your <laughs> cheeks apart. And, yeah, yeah. Huh, that's <laughs> that's like yet another not, reason I'm never gonna get anything well, laser, especially with laser. It's what like if they there's like a position? To... The laserers have like a position open where. I, I need somebody <laughs> to hold the cheeks for me so I can. Yeah. That's actually a fun ass job. Ass cheek holder. I'm the ass cheek you holder. You know, when I, because I still get my eyebrows, I get my eyebrows waxed because every four months or so. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you looking at me like that? Because you were talking about your eyebrows. I'm looking at your eyebrows. Oh, so, okay. Right? Is that okay? <laughs> is that what she's looking at? Yeah, she's looking not at on the camera, is she? She's no. not on no, the camera, sorry. no. Why? All right. Oh, I just. She doesn't want to be part of this. She's ghetto, that's why. All right. Yeah. Going on. Um, Get your stuff but, together, Nick. So I was asking questions about. Um, Assholes? No, because she, this woman was telling me about uh, waxing a man. And I, so then I was just asking what they get done. Mm-hmm. And it was like balls, asshole, They chest. get it all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was just really surprised by that. Why? I don't know. I just think men don't need to worry about it. I feel like women. Especially okay. gay men get it done a lot. Yeah. I was oh. going to say, you know, you guys in your anti-anal, you know that all gay men are playing around with buttholes. Well, not all, but most. <laughs> Gay mm-hmm. men are like, wow, that's kind of offensive the way you guys think of anal. I, I don't know. I just thought me, and then it just made me think, I wonder if men were to go get laser. That's, I'm sure it happens, yeah. Should sure. you get it done? Would, would I? No. no. Oh. But I'm I mean, not, yeah. I don't have a lot going on down there in terms yeah, of, I don't, of, I don't you know, know. You're pretty hairy. <laughs> I don't mean the hair. I'm talking about how often that area sees action. There's not a lot of action happening there. I know you like to think that in your crazy fantasies, but no, there's barely any anal happening. You're talking about ass play. I thought I was just talking about the whole area in general. Like I just I picture you You with your clothes off, and there's just a fucking thatch. Like you're talking about pubic hair hanging out of my everywhere. Like right, a big long hairy pile. Right. No, but I picture your ass being hairy too, but then it folds in, so it's like a really, it's like a dark ravine. Filled oh, with yeah, yeah. forested bushes and sticks and stones and stuff. <laughs> well, I'm so it's happy be to be in your fantasies. Right? That's nice. Yes. Oh, my God. Nice I said, I'm like, oh, geez, I got to get my hiking boots on so I can get through the thicket back here. Jesus. I got my machete out. Cut, cut a <laughs> path through Vinny's ass hairs. How do we go from the, uh, uh, there to there? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Well, I was just curious because it just made me think of... Usually, most people who do waxing and then they hear, they start with waxing and then they go to laser. 
Yeah. Because it, it's just. They're like, if I'm going to hurt myself, I might as well just do it one more time. Yeah, exactly. So then well, when she brought up the guys. It lasts longer too, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, it can last forever. Parts of it will last forever. You yeah. might get some cleanup. Right. You know, a girlfriend of mine got lasered, uh, got all her pubes lasered off. Oh, you told and, us about this And before. she got burned. Yeah, Like yeah, yeah. really scarred and ruined. Like she had a burn, right? She, like, it's, it was up where the triangle is. Uh-huh. Oh. And it was. Well, how long ago was that? I mean, probably 10 years now. Okay, I was going to say, please don't tell me it was like yesterday or something. No, no. But she wound up having to go back in and get surgeries to get the scar tissue minimized. Mm. Like, it was it was quite awful. Like, and then, but then it did start. It was kind of a fun night because then everyone was showing their cooches. Oh. (laughs) Oh, no shit. Yeah. Did you show your cooch to everybody? I didn't. I didn't do it. So, um, were they showing their actual cooch? Or just, just the, the hair front. part, just the just hair like part. The, the little... Yeah, we weren't going sp- spread eagle or anything. You guys, I wasn't that excited. But then one of the girls, go- it was a girls' weekend. We were up in Tahoe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so fine. it was a chick chick weekend, like a ski weekend, and everyone's drinking. Surprise! And uh, so it started with her, and she's like, "Oh my god, you guys I have to tell you something." Sounds this so happened, hot. and she showed us. <laughs> and then later, this other girl's like, "You know what? I have a great ass, and I'm going to show you guys it right now." And she just <laughs> dropped trout and turned around. And I was like, "That is a great." I mean, it was really. Which friend round. is that? I'm not going to say who it was. She's actually not a friend anymore. They moved away. Oh, yeah. It's that one girl. She Rush. was. She was in like really B porno movie. Halloween oh, the lady thing. that bought your house. Okay, that's who it was. <laughs> but she was very excited to show us her, r- her really ass. quite really bulbously round. Like, excitingly round. Like, whoa, that's, I mean, it looked fine in clothes, but then when she freed it, it mm-hmm. was like, blah, 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 you know, bubble butt. Then what happened? Nothing. Then nothing. It did. Then you oh, kissed okay. It I'm deeply. sorry. Then we all got pillows and we started pillow fighting and everyone's clothes fell off. Uh huh. And then we were, um, we actually, some of us had to be medically separated because we got so tangled up with our thrashing and scissoring. Is oh. that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we called 911. And then these hot EMTs showed up. Oh, women. Yeah. They were women, of oh, course. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh my God, it's a pillow fight party. We'll be careful because we're EMTs. Okay. We'll separate you guys after you guys put so this in your mouth. Happened. Oh, they were girls. Oh, the EMTs were girls. Yeah, I said this. <laughs> oh, I didn't see I missed that part. Okay. I, I talk, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, I was kind of caught up in the visual okay. in my head. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I you got... didn't change that mic arm for the other arm when after yes last week. We're working on it. Oh, that'll be in the meeting today. <laughs> oh, all right. No, it's just. It's... <laughs> Hold on, let me get this fixed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a couple things I want to do that are responses to. Some of the I'm crap gonna... we said. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Well, and just, you know, people writing back, a little feedback, that kind of thing. Sure. So I, this one is terrible. I'm going to do it quickly, oh. and we're going to move on from it, okay? All Rip right. the bandaid off. I do not know when we talked about this. She says it was Friday Secret Show. I actually thought it was earlier than that, but you guys can tell me. Um, I said there is no word for There's a You're a widow or a oh, widower. Right. You're an orphan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... There's no word for someone who's lost a child. That is not true. The word is Viloma. Or possibly Viloma. V-I-L-O-M-A-H. Okay. Um, Never heard of it. 
how do I know this? My miracle baby, conceived and born during COVID, was diagnosed with salmonella meningitis and died at Seattle's Children's Hospital in January. Oh, oh I am no. so sorry. More people need to know this word, hence sending you this email from uh, OFOCJM, Annabelle's mama, hashtag forever three weeks old. Oh. I know. Harsh, That's right? Heartbreaking. Totally heartbreaking. And we learned that there's this word. Now Voloma. we now I know. V- right. Veloma. It actually says it's a Sanskrit word that means against a natural order. Okay. I understand that part. Yep. Well, that is certainly against the natural order. Well, and it's a running theme you hear in maybe a movie or a book where they talk about how the, the proper order is you're never supposed to bury your kid. Right. Ever. Mm. Uh, let's see here. This is... They, uh, okay. This is a response to the lady who want, her husband wants to tape her, videotape, video record oh, right. her doing a blowjob. And we got into the whole dripping arms and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um. Hey, radio family. Thank you so much for taking on my email about my husband recording me. I had an inkling I was overthinking the situation. You guys helped confirm that and convinced me to go for it. I told my husband about writing in, and not only is he excited about recording, he also wants to listen to the podcast when it comes out on Friday. So this was last week. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you again for your advice. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. Nice. We Don't worry. We're not going to ask to see that or anything. (laughs) I mean, you can send it if you want us to, you know, judge by force. But otherwise, right, we don't. We're not going to. We can give you advice on that, too. Yeah. You know. Uh, Here's another response to one that we did. While catching up on episodes over the weekend, I was so surprised and touched to hear Sarah read my letter about my depressed husband. Remember this one? He would go through periods of depression. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hearing all of your genuinely kind, thoughtful feedback, including a listener response the next day, really helped me feel less alone. I think the biggest part of my frustration is the idea that there is no answer, no reason why, no missing puzzle piece I need to find. I'm not in control, and there's nothing I can do to fix this, which is so disempowering. He says he still loves me, but can't bring himself to show me any affection. So for now, the plan is to keep doing what we're doing, and I will seek my own therapy as well, as you all had suggested. Today, I laid my head on his lap while he sat on the couch, so hungry to connect with him. I rubbed his leg, hoping he'd rub me back, but he was like a statue. Hmm. I'm hoping next time I send an update, maybe months from now, he'll be cuddling me back. I just have to wait and see. Thanks again. <laughs> I know. Oh, mm. that was heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. He'll come back to you. I mean, I hope. I have I have big hope for that. That is a bummer. I know. Uh, and now, let's see here. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This one is, I was listening to last week's Secret Show. I wanted to share my own thoughts and story. Response to Secret Show Bad Advice from Tuesday of last week. Mm, Call me Monica. First of all, I'm a longtime Secret Show listener from day one. Your podcast has helped me through many hard times, long drives, and I love listening to the bad advices you give. You are hugely entertaining while providing a great service to our world. Yeah, we do. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we do. We provide a great service. 
Honestly, where else are you going to get to? It's it's like free therapy. And we'll, <laughs> we don't pull any punches and we'll take your problem and turn it upside down and shake it out and yell at it. Wave our hands in the air. Perfect bad therapy. Right. You, uh, blah, blah, blah. Not only the Bay Area, because with streaming and podcasts, you reach everyone. Yeah, great. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Super. Now, the reason for writing today. I'm listening to Tuesday's Secret Show podcast, and I can't believe how much my current situation has in common with what you guys are talking about. You're talking about the lady whose husband suffers from severe periodic depression. Mm. And Vinny's making the connection between that situation and dealing with an addict. Vinny's comments really resonated with me and made me want to write in. I'm at the two-year mark in a relationship with an alcoholic. But we haven't just known each other for two years. He was my college boyfriend over 30 years ago. We were each other's one that got away. Mm. So after 30 years, they reconnect. They're having a... That is really neat. After we both married the wrong people and got divorced, we finally had our chance at love again. He confided in me when we reconnected two and a half years ago, May of 2019, that he was an alcoholic and he was going into rehab. I thought it was courageous of him to tell me. We were only texting and talking over the phone at that time. We lived about four hours apart. And I was proud of him for going into rehab. I dated him years ago in college and I didn't think he was an alcoholic back then based on my past experience. I rationalized maybe it was the stress of his job and his bad marriage that had turned him into a heavy drinker. It should have been my red flag to run, not walk, run away from this relationship. But I was too in love with him to listen to my intuition. Instead, what I did was accept him as a potentially sober alcoholic. To be honest, I liked the idea of living sober. I've had my own issues with alcohol over the years. Now I'm in my late 50s. The best thing for me personally would be to quit alcohol completely or at least cut way down. So we officially got back together August of 2019. Obviously, that's before the pandemic. We were long distance until April of 2020. That's when he, let's call him Jim, moved to Santa Cruz during the pandemic. We could finally be together after so many years pining away for each other. It was, uh, it really was a romantic love story except for one pesky detail. Jim had relapsed. I intuitively knew not to invite him to move in with me, so he got his own place about a mile from where I live. Let's just say that I helped him with every detail of the move because his drinking was so bad he couldn't handle things himself. Oh, girl. Oh, He moved here April 2020 right as the pandemic was starting and lockdown had already happened. I believe that love, being part of our COVID tribe with my family in Santa Cruz and eating nutritious, healthy food would be just the thing to turn him around. I made excuses for Jim that during the pandemic, everyone was drinking too much. I thought his drinking was situational. Wrong. His, drink, his drinking is really a sickness he has no control over. Over the last two years, I've given, given everything I have to this man. I have fed him. He's incapable of bothering to cook for himself when he's drinking, which makes the problem worse. So there I am, magically dropping off lunch to him midday and pretending not to notice his glazed eyes and stumbling gait, all signs he's already been drinking. We try to watch TV or a movie together at night. He'd put his head back and just fall asleep. Not the typical falling asleep of someone who does that during movies, but the fall asleep of a drunk person passing out or someone who's been drunk earlier that day and is just feeling tired. Either way, it sucks for me. Remember, I was embracing health and sobriety myself, partially to create a healthy environment for him. Looking back, I can see we were codependent from the start. He would not remember conversations or participate in conversations. Uh, he suffers from multiple health challenges, required him to receive monthly infusions. Oh, man. I know. Inside my head, I'd be screaming, well, if you didn't pour vodka down your throat every day, maybe your condition would improve. But I didn't say anything. Continued to keep him hydrated and fed and hoped he would stop drinking. So now he's got some new thing in his hands, which might be 
gout in your hands? Yeah, that happens. Oh. Mm-hmm. We aren't sure which. He hasn't been to a specialist. And drinking doesn't help at all. Oh, yeah, no, no. Drinking is like the worst thing for gout. Mm-hmm. So, and she wrote this in such a... I think this goes on. Hold on. I want to mark my... Eight of 20 pages. Oh, this is... Oh, wow. She put in a big font for me, which I appreciate, so I thought it was going to take a while. <laughs> But I'm, now I'm realizing I'm not even halfway You're through. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me just let me just quickly skim through this. You okay. got through eight pages pretty fast. I know. So. Yeah. Well, the, you know, it's triple spaced and big yeah. big print, but still, there's 11, 12 more pages to go. Uh, let's see. Mm, lots of stress. I told my sister about it. I reached a breaking point April of 2021, just six months ago. I don't want this to be my life. He's not allowed to come over to her house drunk anymore. She's telling him to get some help. He signed up for the camp in Scotts Valley. Which, I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah. They required him to be drink free for 72 hours before they'd accept him. Mm. Oh, so it's like a sober. Yes, but he went into the outpatient program three nights a week, and I started attending Al Anon meetings over Zoom. He did not embrace AA. He didn't go to the meetings. He didn't get a sponsor or work the steps. He went to his three nights a week at the camp and continued to drink. Mm uh let's see here i mean honestly why don't you, i think we the, all know the just, answer to this. why don't you skim for a second and i'll just say this okay. for for those of you who have any thing relate to this lady's story at all alcoholism if you don't know is a progressive disease meaning it does not get better it gets worse and so even for someone like me who hasn't had a drink since 2004 if I were to start today, not only would I start where I left off, but I'd be probably worse. And so that is something where you saw him in college and went, I didn't think there was a problem then. That's there probably wasn't quite the problem then that he has now, but it progressed. It got worse and it won't get better. And so I don't know where Sarah's going to, you know, conclude this storyline, but the reality is you can't expect him to get better. You just can't. No. Uh, we could go Sunday. I drove him to the rehab place he wanted to go. There's a lot in between these. Uh, about a four-hour drive each way after I stopped. I, dro- I drove back to Santa Cruz with a huge feeling of relief. Mm. Oh, so now he's checked into a rehab. Yeah. Okay. When you're in, re- when Vinny said, when you're in rehab, your life is coming undone. Jim's was definitely coming undone. Mm-hmm. I was standing in the way of hitting him, of him hitting his next bottom. Because she was there holding him up the whole time, right. feeding him and watering him. and. Yep. Um, There's a lot there She's going to break up with him It sounds like I feel at this point uh, I still have a choice I'd honestly rather be single The rest of my life Than deal with the man I've dealt with the past two years I haven't told him how I feel yet He's holding out hope for us I don't want to destroy him By telling him over the phone But I'll have to tell him at some point I, I feel like you should tell him over the phone Let him work through that in rehab Yeah look You know what I the first She's thing that very... crossed my mind is you're going to sit there and you're going to feel guilty and you're going and this doesn't this isn't your problem. Nope. You've created and you've contributed to it in some ways in in that you 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 just said it. You fed him. You helped him get to rehab. You help but and that's look husbands, wives, kids, the worst thing are the kids who've had to be the grown up in a relationship with their parent. It's awful. It ruins them because they had to grow up before their time. 
They didn't get to enjoy being a kid, right? right? They can be very resentful. And, oh, yeah. And it's a... Uh, so, look, I, I I don't know this man. I feel for him because I have the same problem he does, and I know what he's going through. And yet, my advice to you would be break up and get out and get away. And you can be his friend if, you know, that's if you're capable of that down the line. But as far as letting him lean on you, he's got to figure this crap out. And that's all there is to it. Yeah. Listen, you just dropped him off. It sounds like sounds like yesterday, right? It doesn't matter. I can't even find it in the email. So uh, I will say, though, if you break up with him when he gets out of rehab, you're his excuse to start drinking again. And he'll drink. They, look, drunks you need do to this do too. it now. Drunks will drink at you. Oh, yeah? You're going to do that? Well, watch what I do. I'll turn mm-hmm. right around and get shit-faced. Mm-hmm. Well, who are you hurting, dingbat? You just... Spent 30 days in rehab getting at least 30 days clean, mm-hmm. but that is the disease of alcoholism. So you can't fall for that. You can't fall in for that because he'll keep you around for years beyond what you want to be because of the guilt and the, the manipulation that goes with that. It's just so fucking sad. Mm-hmm. It really, it, it's, I feel such terrible. hopelessness when I, I mean, listen, you are a guy who came out of it. You did manage to put your, it, but not, I'm telling you, not everybody does. I don't know what the, I don't know what the percentages of people who get their shit together is, but I, I wouldn't roll the dice on this guy. I get it. You, you love him. You think it's going to be great. You have this sweet little love story from 30 years later. You need to break up with him over the phone today when you hear this and let him spend the next 30 days working through that in rehab and tell him don't contact me when you get out. We are through. Maybe at some point in his life after a couple years of sobriety or maybe, you know, but don't count on those maybes. I wouldn't count on it. It it, it was a cute story. Mm-hmm. Very. That whole, you know. We were each other's one that got away. Yep. That's a cute story and hard to give up on, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And probably part of what kept you there. But it's not going to be... And I'll tell you something else. My wife has never seen me have a drink at all, ever. Not a sip. Okay? So she doesn't get it. My previous girlfriend of five years or four years or whatever that was... She would be someone who, to this day, if we were still together, would be fearing that if she went somewhere on vacation, she'd come home to that guy, the drunk guy. Or if she left me alone, you know what I mean? Like, once someone's been in a relationship with someone who's a a drunk, you fear it all the time that it's coming back. It's and listen as a person who who watched you get drunk and fall off this show and couldn't count on you and and I look. I most of the time there you are and but man when anything goes I'm like uh oh uh oh it's the and I hate it about myself because you have been so amazing and so good but I really I get that fear I think right after um I think right when you first came back there was some kind of snafu where you couldn't get in here or something was going on well I lost my keys one of the times something I locked and I I started freaking out I'm like oh god yeah lying again oh god no, it's look, it's a major problem. And so uh, as far as like having a relationship with this guy, I, I wouldn't. That's all I can say. And I know that sounds like what kind of fellow drunk are, am I being? I'm just being someone who gets it. Like I do get it. Well, you're not you're actually not helping 
when you're like she even said it there she's enabling him she's mm. keeping him from hitting the rock bottom he and he's dragging her the fuck down too like that's you, that's no way to live yeah you can't terrible. you got to break up with him do it now so he doesn't use you as an give him the best shot that he can possibly get in rehab and tell him that i'm going to break up with you right now so you can deal with this in rehab do not contact me i don't i don't want to hear from you anymore i can't i can't deal with you yeah, I don't, I, tried. I don't know what to say about that. That's just t- all bad. It is. I know it's terrible. But this is a, this is the I can't tell you how to what to say or how to deal with him or what to do. But I will tell you this: save yourself. That's what I'll yes. say. Save yourself. There you go. That's good. All right, let's end on that note. Oh, we're over. Yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. We're done. It's all done. What time is it? I don't know. Nine. Doesn't matter, I guess, huh? All right. Yeah, we can't. We won't even say that. This is airing at ten. So right, it's ten o'clock. All right, yeah, fine. It's, it's oh, ten twenty-thirty. Right. <laughs> Bye. The end. Uh, Damn it. Whatever.